publicly. If I, if I roast, I also toast. You know? <laughs> you do. You do. Hey Bachelor Nation, this is the Bachelor for the Ages podcast and we're talking all things Bachelor. The romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Alright, let's get into it. What's up Bachelor fans? I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. And you're listening to the Bachelor for the Ages podcast. And before we get started, I just want to say... Happy birthday, Debbie. You know, there's no one else I'd rather have be my bachelor buddy. And (laughs) I just, you know, I love you so much. Thank you for being the best mom, for teaching me that anything is possible, what unconditional love is. Thanks for being my best friend. And I'm just so grateful for you. And I'm so grateful we have this together. I'm a, so I, I don't even know what to say. I, I'm a, like, yeah, I just kind of surprised the Yeah, you yeah. really did. And I'm so worried. But Sarah, oh my gosh, I love you. You're mm-hmm. awesome. I love that we do this together. Thank you so much for the birthday wishes. I had a great weekend filled with lots of fun surprises and lots of family and friends. And it was really wonderful. And you're the best. And I'm a great mom because you make it easy. Oh, uh, okay. But nobody tuned in for this, for our little love yes, fest. But, I but they tuned in for Kate, Kate, Kate's, Kate's love, love fest. fest. That's a good one. That's true. But I was thinking, you know, after we like left last podcast, or maybe we were listening to it back. Yeah. And I was listening and I was like, there's something I feel like that I'm not doing that I used to do on that. I felt like I was missing something. And I realized this season I haven't been asking. Debbie, how are you? I know. I thought about that last week. That was always a thing. I thought about it last week. I'm like, Why we did it even... click for both of us last week? I don't know. Maybe because we were like, thought we were beefing, but we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, we need to check in with each other. So yeah. I'm doing great. I'm coming off a birthday, you know, and it's it's great. And how are you? I'm good. You know, I'm just coming off and celebrating your birthday <laughs> and just... Happy to be with the fam, enjoying my last month here before I'm off to Italy. Sarah and I are talking a lot about what Bachelor for the Ages podcast is going to look like while she is in Italy. So stay tuned, listeners, on all that. We may have some, we may have to get creative. Definitely. But I think we'll make it work. We always do. If anyone can, it's us. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, well, without further ado, let's dive into what was essentially the men tell all episode yeah. with an opening scene, which I am very much looking forward to debriefing with you. Yeah. So, so go yeah, ahead. They start on Tasha and Katie walking. Yep. And I just like love these little like girl chat walks. Like it's so fun. Yeah, you know? they're talking you about the hometowns. You never saw them go on a walk with Chris Harrison. No, it's very fun. It's very girlfriendy, and I do I do like that. And um and I have another thing I want to say about it. Yeah. Is that I feel like over the course of this po- this season, of season two of this podcast, Katie season, you've kind of taken some, like, hit. you kind of said a lot, like, I'm wrong, blah, 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 I was wrong about this, wrong about that. And I just want to take a moment to say, you were right. Oh! Because, Hold on, because everybody. Because Tasha, I don't know if you picked up on this. But Tasha was talking about her experience, and she said, hometowns is where everything changed most for me. Most important week. Yep, and that's yes. what you said was the most important week, so... I appreciate I wanted to 
If I, if, I, if I roast, I also toast, you know? <laughs> you do. You roast and toast. And a nice week to toast me since it is my birthday. Yeah. But yeah, I heard her say that too. And we don't have to go backwards. But I do think the hometown week, here's the thing. It's like the family. Fam you, is everything. Well, fam is everything. But also it's like when you get, when you see somebody, it's one thing to be with someone in an environment like The Bachelor where you're away, you're doing all these fun things. But when you see them in their home environment, mm-hmm. it is very telling and how their family is and 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 all of that is very insightful. So I, you know, I, I'm very much looking forward to the hometown week. Yeah. Um, and I do think in my experience watching The Bachelor all these years... I think things have shifted a lot on Hometown Week. So, yeah. no, I appreciate that. And I'm glad Tasha said that. So, Michael I gets on FaceTime. Yeah, gets on FaceTime. And With his kid. He misses and... his son, of course. And then this, you know, the the, the, the bad thing. I mean, there was the most the horrible thing that the kid could say. You know, Daddy doesn't want to see me. Yeah. Ugh. So hard. So and it's what like. what do you do? You know, what do you it's do? It's hard because I think it's like. I'm like, it's undeniable Michael A. is a good dad. Like, right. you don't FaceTime your kid. You know, it's it's clear he's not, like, a deadbeat parent. And this is what an eight-week, like, fi- like finite thing. And I, I get how much that must have hurt Michael A. And I get how he was saying, I'm not going to be in this until I see my kid. But, like, you also have to remember he's four years old and he's not going to remember this. Right. You know? So, I thought it was a little bit, like... If Katie was really, really the one, maybe he wouldn't have left, but I don't know. Like, I'm just not, it's hard for me to say, because it's not like I, like, have all these experiences with relationships that are in long distance and timing, stuff like that, but it's like, I don't think it's, like, right person, wrong time. If it's the right person, it's always going to be the right time, you know? So yeah. it's like, to me, when he was like, we just, we had the love, but we ran out of the time. I was like, did you? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I understand why he needed to go home. I totally get that. But it was just a little like, I don't know. Well, it's interesting, Sarah. I'm going to tell you a little story. Yeah. And, I'm, and you know, just indulge me for a second. I'm excited. I okay. love your stories. <laughs> when I was young in my work career and dad and I were just married and we didn't have kids, Mm-hmm. Do you know this story? No, I, yeah. I'm not sure. So I had a colleague of mm-hmm. mine who used to like just crack me up and he would come in in the morning and pose a question every day, some kind of theoretical question, yeah, something to think about. And so one day he came in and he said, okay, your, your husband and your child are hanging off a cliff and you can only save one. Who do you save? This is, this is me pre-kids, you know, my 23-year-old self. I was just married. And I'm like, that's easy. I'm like, I saved my husband. I'm like, because in reality, I chose him. I can always make a new kid, you know, with him. But I chose him. Like, in my mind, in that moment, I was like, no doubt I'm saving my husband. Mm -hmm. But then I had kids. And if you asked me any day from then on out, from after I had kids, the same exact question, there'd be no doubt in my mind that I would save my child. I would definitely do that. So I think there's a little bit, and maybe this is a little bit of a bachelor for the ages, there's a little bit for me that when Michael heard his son say that, um, and if I heard one of you say that, it trumps everything. Mm -hmm. And it even, you're almost willing to give up the love of your life 
for that, for to make sure your children are safe and happy. And, and it's a really, it was a really kind of eye opening thing for me. So I don't know. I just share that with you. It's probably not super exactly relatable, but I think there's something to like, even when I was watching the show tonight, I thought he's got to go home. He, He had to go home, but I have some thoughts about it. And I don't know if we were ready to dive in there, but when he started to talk to Katie about that and he visits her and he says, you know, he's leaving and she says she's so upset and they go through that whole thing. I had a very, I had a problem with that whole scene. And here's my problem. Are we not um, solution oriented people? Like what, what happened there? Were there not alternatives? Could Katie not have said to the producers, you know, I love this man. He loves me. I'm doing his hometown. Mask me up. I'm going to his hometown. Send him home and I'm coming. Or let's get his family out here. What? Why did none of that happen? And that, I, I'm not, I can't, what's going on with that? What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. It's like, and I think it just brings me back. It's like, I do think at this time, like, Michael A is number two and Greg is number one. Like, I think, I think that's the line we're coming into. Right. Maybe Michael A's three, then Blake two, Greg one. And so... I don't, like, I do think if she thought he was his number one, maybe, but I also think it's, like, I don't, I don't know if, like, I think something we, I'm jumping ahead, but something we saw tonight is, like, Katie's, and something we've seen is Katie's such a welcoming, what someone wants to hear kind of person, and part of me wonders if, like, she's so good at that, that, like, and she's so almost selfless in that, that her maybe saying, like, what can we... Maybe she felt selfish doing that. Like, she already, like... His decision was maybe made up. I don't know. I don't know. You just... I think what is piecing together for me here is what you just said. I think she just knew he wasn't going to be it. Mm -hmm. That's the only way I can get over the hurdle of why there was not some alternative. If If they were meant to be, like, I'm sorry. If you're, like... If you're so in it with someone, mm, yeah. you would have problem solved. Because the reality w- is, Katie, look, here's the deal. You sat on last week's episode and you said, we make it work. We figure it out. You said that quote, Katie said, we figure it out. And then there was a scene with Michael. He was like, that's what I love about her. She said, love's all that matters. We'll figure it out. Well, here you go, folks. Your number one opportunity to figure it out. There was no figuring anything out. So I'm... You gotta be right, Sarah. They're just... I think that's a great point, Mom. And it's like, you know what? Like, Claire Crawley left week two when she knew it was Dale. It's like, if she knew, she would have shut it down. Exactly. If Michael A was the the guy. And I think at the end of the day, he just wasn't the guy. He wasn't the guy. And maybe he knew that. I don't know. Maybe there's something there. But that's what I just wanted to talk about that. I know we're going to jump into the mental all. But that was my big aha from that opening scene. And I wanted to see what you thought. I just... I just, I don't know. I'm a, I think most people are, maybe I'm wrong, but if you're a solution oriented person and you figure out you've got a problem, you give up. That was pretty. Don't, please don't. You know, that's, if there's something you want in life, Sarah, and I say this to all the listeners out there, (laughs) (laughs) if there's something you really want and you're passionate and committed and want it, you figure it out. You figure it out. Yeah. Anyway. And because I also think relationships, successful relationships are about partnership. 
and it's about giving and taking and you know that that conversation yeah. would have went a whole lot different I think if they were meant to be together so we move on yeah I think that's a really good point it was almost like it was this almost it was just kind of there was no team there it, you're right it was like this perfect opportunity where they could have almost put yeah. that relationship to the test you know like yeah in three weeks, Michael, you would have been on a knee engaging to this woman who was going to be the stepmom to your right, child. Right, And you're not going to try and work this out with her? There was no... This is the thing. This was not a one... This wasn't... This was a... There were choices mm-hmm. here. The, the leaving is not the only option. And so, you know, the fact that they didn't even explore other options, I think, says a whole heck of a lot. But Completely anyway. agree. All right. So now we jump into the men tell all. So I have to laugh because they're going through, they're showing people, and I'm like, who's that? Who's that? Which is exactly what I had as my issue early on in the season. Remember, there would be episodes and someone would show up, and I'd be like, who is that? Yeah. So I was thinking the same thing. I see them all come back, and I'm like, some of them I don't even remember. Um, I just want to give a quick shout-out. Tasha and Caitlin. So cute. Hats off. So cute. It's hard hosting those the live, you know, think about how many years Chris Harrison had practiced doing this. It's hard reading the teleprompter, all of that stuff. You know what, though? I will say, and maybe this is true in life, it's like, when you're in it with someone that you have fun with. Yeah. I don't know. You could do anything. Like, I think if you have a great colleague, like, I think it's different. You know, they, the, they have the two of them, right? So you always, I don't know. It's just, I think. No, I definitely think they had fun. But I just think being... Yeah. Lot, like, pretty live. much live. I mean, they're not live, but yeah. in front of a studio audience, reading the teleprompter. Yeah, they're good. They're cute. That's what you think. They're very cute. I'm enjoying them. I, I don't miss Chris Harrison, which I'm, I'm sorry to say, because I yeah. really liked Chris Harrison, but I like I think The Bachelor, I think it's moved on very well in this yeah, new model. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, um, so Michael has a beard. Well, I just said Michael, I had a beard. Yeah, better I, with the beard. Looked good. I didn't, you know, Connor, they show the clip. Connor, you know, they're saying all the names and he makes his little cat face. And I'm like, and that's why <laughs> I, I never was, uh, was into you. But anyway, I thought, I thought it was also interesting the way Caitlin, since you're t- brought up about Caitlin and Tasha hosting this, did you notice, I feel like the way they kind of ask questions is different than Chris Harrison, the way that that used to be. Like, I feel like in the past it was like, Chris Harrison had his interview questions. He would ask people. I feel like, I feel like, Caitlin and Tasha are right there watching it with us. Like they're two more girlfriends. I they're know. like, why the heck did you do that? <laughs> like they're kind of like asking you questions like we would have at home. Yeah. Which I think is kind of fun. Yeah. They're like, so boys, tell me what it's like meeting Katie. You know. Yeah. Or, yeah. Tell us about the drama in the house. Right. And. I'm- I don't know. I just don't really like Carl starts talking. Oh, I can't I still can't stand Carl. The guys really went after him. And then the whole scene where he stands up and they stand up and Caitlin and Tasha are like, uh, what? Yeah, what, like, what did we just do? <laughs> I know. They're like the look on their faces was hilarious. Yeah, it really was. And I think it was um the thing about Carl was he said something about how after he left all the guys with the drama, it was a witch hunt. And all I could think was, Carl, you started you did. the you, witch hunt. You set the tone, Carl. Yeah, you you started that, so that was What is up with him? I don't know. I mean, really, like, Deep are, you not, are you not self-aware? Like, aren't you embarrassed? Aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> I know. I don't know. So. But honestly, 
the, a lot of the guys go back and forth about the like the hunter drama. Yeah, the, this, Connor I, defended Hunter. Did you yes, see that? I did see that, and I did respect Connor because I'm not a big like gang up on someone Mm-mm. person. It's just it's so. Oh, good. I'm. So, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> It's just so sad. I know. know. If you have a problem with someone, you talk to them one-on-one. You never... What's so funny is they brag on themselves, these men, that this was, like, the biggest bromance season and they were all, like, into each other. But really, guys, you had your share of drama and your issues. It wasn't until the love fest. I thought that Hunter singing along with the bromance song. And I'm like, really? These guys were... That whole singing along... I'm going to get to that later because I had some notes, like how awkward that was but anyway yeah Con- i mean do we really want to go into any of the drama sequences or just skip no. and get, get into the hot seats I'm let's go to the hot, hot seats, seats. Um, i don't want to do the drama yeah, sequences me i don't, too. I we, don't... We, are, we debrief them all right if you're curious our thoughts on it watch listen to the episodes. listen to the episodes <laughs> <laughs> we dissected them yeah <laughs> they're there the content's there you listen <laughs> Okay, so Connor starts off in the hot seat. They tough sh- to watch. Tough to watch. Because it's just his mannerisms. I'm sorry, Connor. Just... And we knew. Sitting at home, watching him kiss, you knew. Oh, how many? I was. I did feel some, what is that called? When, like, now when you're justified. Like, Secondhand embarrassment. No, like, no, oh, no, vindicated? No, no. Vindicated. Because, thank you for that word. You're because welcome. how many times did I say... Doesn't he, like, elevate off the seat when he kisses her? Why is he kissing her so aggressively? Yeah. I even made comments about, do you think they need to prove you themselves? You were right on that, too, Mom. This I is, know. This is Deb's episode. Deb's episode. Can we call it that? Yeah, Deb's episode. <laughs> because, wait, because wait. I would always be like, you would say, I mean, he kisses weird, Sarah. Like, he's so aggressive. And I would be, I would say... I don't really analyze his kissing. I know. I'm like, no, his ass is off the seat. <laughs> he has something that is up. And I'm like, he's trying to prove himself because what? Because she's sex positive? Like, I couldn't figure out the whole thing. No, and, that's just how he is. And and uh, clearly. And then, because even tonight. The fact that he texted someone and, like, asked. I know. I mean, I feel a little that's bad. Sad. It's sad. I mean, it's sad. It's but sad. Every, all the boys were laughing. It was like, I felt bad for him. Because he did care. He's a nice guy. But he's just... It's too much. And even when the girl, came, even when that whole scene, when she comes up. Yeah, so the girl, what was he, that? Do we think that was a plant? Total plant. Do you? I do. I don't know, because there were some things that was like. Where he was like, she was looking at her. Yeah. He, she was like, I, was, I saw you checking me out. But like, that is super bold. I wonder if she asked someone like, oh. Okay, but here's the thing. Can we just have a conversation about the kiss? I couldn't I could, watch. I couldn't watch. I didn't want to watch. He's an aggressive kisser. Yeah. He's like... And then he was like, I want your number. And she was like, oh shit, he's a bad kisser. Oh my god. <laughs> it was it was a terrible scene. Wait, wait. You know what I was thinking the whole time? What? Connor doesn't find love in paradise, I guess. If he's out there at the woman tell all filmed after paradise, schmeck him with a rando. Oh, I bet Connor goes home early. Well, I don't know. We'll see. That was a spoiler. That was a little spoiler. Unless, that was a spoiler. Unless this was just a gimmick for producers to get some. I know, but I, don't I wouldn't know. be happy. I don't know either. Anyway, that I was... I want your number. Yeah, that... Oh. Someone doesn't find love on I Paradise. he's just trying to show he's all like... He's a man. <laughs> but he, I don't know. I'm yeah. still disturbed by the kissing. Sorry, everybody. 
All right. Yes. I know I've beaten that. Then we have Andrew's hot seat. Andrew. I love him. I'm back on the Andrew train. Can you... Okay, so if you're back on the Andrew train... I won't go ba- on the show. Why? Oh, it's just awful. What... I mean, Sarah, what are your thoughts about this? I mean, why? Why won't you try? I can't believe... It's... Are, I felt like they were definitely keeping him, like, he's definitely, uh, he's, he's definitely be. a potential, I think. Totally, totally. Unless, yeah. Who else? I don't Unless know. Unless Greg isn't selected. Unless But I don't Greg. even think Greg has a personality. Andrew is, here's the it thing about like Andrew. It seemed like Greg had a little bit of a personality in the bloopers, but Andrew has such a good personality. He's, he's so, so funny. nice. And he's and funny. Nice. And he, he, you know what else? And I just want to reflect about this. He was the guy who had everybody's back. Remember, he had mm-hmm. what's his name's back, uh, Thomas's Tommy. back. When they were going after, he was like talking to Dale. Like he always, we always remarked early on in the early episodes of the podcast how Andrew like played it both sides. You know, he didn't, he didn't like just gang up. He always tried to kind he of didn't befriend, gang up. He befriend the underdog. Like these are traits that we like to see in a man. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so Andrew had it. So. I don't know. Uh, I thought he was good, Sarah. I think he might be the next Bachelor. And uh, what are you gonna do? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be in Italy. So <laughs> I don't know. All right. No, I I mean it's just it is. It's not. Maybe you're too young. Yeah. I'm maybe not I, going on the show. I'm not going on the show. Why is it? Is it weird that I'm pushing you on the show? No, I don't think it's weird. I think it'd be fun for you, but I just think like it'd be fun for me until the first major. Eh, moment for you, and then I would be dying. I'm at like home. too picky, I think, and also. And you get a little attitude when things don't go your way. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. I don't mean it mean. I love it. Yeah, I just like. I you're not gonna deal with drama in the house. That's for sure. And I don't think I do well either. Like, I just don't think it's yeah. like the. I, I just don't think I thrive in that situation. Well, see, Sarah, this is what I love about you. It's like, you know you, you know? Yeah, like, I'm not going to... It's weird because I think if I were to go on... I actually want to think, but this is a little jumping ahead again. Oh, my gosh, I'm being crazy tonight. Sarah is off the chronological order? And when Tom, someone was saying something about The Bachelor, they never came in with that idea. And it's like, I'm sorry. The odds of you coming in as one of 25, having a great connection with the one lead, there's a lot less of a chance that's going to work out in an engagement than if you're the lead with 25 possibilities. Right. So it's like, I honestly, like, I hate to say this, but if, say I was to go on, I honestly feel like I'd much rather just my priority be to, like, make a great group of, like, girlfriends and, like... If I find love, great, but it's... Yeah. It, it's just not... I just don't think it's, like, a conducive environment. Yeah, it's not. It's a you really know? unique thing. I think it's just, like... Taking turn, Like, also, like, I'm too much of, like, a princess, I think. Like, <laughs> I'd want to be, like, treated like the prize. Right. Not like I'm vying for it. Yeah, and you know what? You absolutely deserve that. And now, yeah. what am I thinking? I... I think I absolutely... So you guys have just, talked her out of it. Well, no, here's the thing. It's like, I think it'd be fun because I'd want to root you on, and I think it'd be fun. But in reality... And then what if I get a bad edit? Like, yeah. I say one thing as a joke, and then I'm like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now I know. It's not... Yeah, no. All now right, that I'm I over it. Now that... Yeah. Yeah, but it like, would be. And I'm famous, like, in stalkers. It's, like, scary. Yeah. All right, clearly this is not for you. 
But but you know what? It doesn't matter because you're gonna go to. Italy I'm gonna try and, and slide into Andrew's DMs. Are you before he becomes the Bachelor? Oh, then maybe you come on in like episode seven, and you're gonna no, he just you got a mark on your back because he'll every- say no. Be like no, I found love of my life. Oh, you gonna do this from Italy? No. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to Vienna. Any tips on places to go? Hmm. Sarah's okay. been obviously thinking about this. <laughs> uh, it's so embarrassing. All right, moving on. This is embarrassing for me. Michael was next in the hot seat. I put better looking with a beard. Yep. Says he's still open to being with Katie. That's yeah. That's all I really got from that. I still don't loves her. Yeah, I I just. Michael, you know, I think we've dissected that from the yeah. opening scene. I really but don't I have much say more to the, say. The next deleted scenes, though, you really saw more of Michael A's personality, and I was like, yeah. he's funny. He was funny, and I didn't. We didn't see that. We didn't see that side of him. Yeah, which I thought was kind of cute. Yeah, and then Jason Tarkett comes out. They watch the oh, engagement. Before that, they pay tribute to the Whoa Whoa Challenge. Oh yeah, that's where that's where I thought Michael A was funny. Yeah, yeah, but what that why why a thing of this season? Okay, moving on. K- yes, Caitlin and Jason's proposal. Jason's proposal to Caitlin was very happy for her. He, as we mentioned before, he was one of our picks. He is such a cutie. Yeah, oh my he gosh. is a cutie. Totally yeah, cute. I would have loved if he was the bachelor. But anyway, yay for them. Very excited. Really like Caitlin. Very happy there. And then Katie comes out. Yes, and then and... I think this is interesting. Michael says his thing to her, and she says, "You know what." I went on, we moved on, and I've ended, like, she was, she kind of, sh- all these guys who, like, asked her questions, she, like, had the answer. She put them kind of, she was like, no, mm, mm. Like, she was, she was, I thought, true Katie style tonight. Yeah. In her hot green dress, fluorescent green. But I also didn't think she looked really happy. She looked over some of the guys' antics. I thought she was a little bit like, I'm going to put you in your place. I you know, you did this to me, and I don't know. There was a little bit of an edge around her, but you don't think she looks happy? Yeah. Mm. I don't know if this turns out well for her. I'm nervous. Wow. I don't know. I just didn't think she, I, like, I just didn't think she looked happy. Wow. I didn't, I don't know. I think she definitely was very straightforward tonight. I don't know if I would have called her unhappy, but clearly, I guess, you know, now that you say that and I'm giving it some thought and reflection, you know how, like, if something doesn't go your way and you have time to process that, you become almost just super real and practical yes and i think that is what she showed up as today. i don't think she came maybe not sad but not like sad but like she didn't to me she didn't look like a girl madly in love to me i don't know but when michael said i still love you or whatever we and she didn't say yeah because i think she feels like if she went home from this experience without anyone mm-hmm. right i think she's kind of done with this experience like i think she's just real about it and she's kind of like don't come and tell me now you're in love with me. You've had two and a half months now to tell me you're in love with me. Like, I think she's healed herself and has closed this chapter, like, closed it almost and was kind of, is a little bit of a, of an F you to the people that maybe didn't give her the experience 
that should have been hers. Oh, I appreciate what you're saying, but but the person responsible for her experience is her. I know, but... I don't think she can blame any of them. I don't think she was blaming them, but I think she can say, like, okay, and... What was she supposed to say to Michael? No, 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 no. I totally agree with you. I I actually think what... I hadn't thought about it before we're talking, but what you just said about her attitude, I was like, yeah, you're right. She was kind of, like, real, done, to the point, kind of of how she showed up. I don't have any problem with that. I think you might be right, and I'm very curious what happens, but... I will say, like, Katie, at the end of the day, if your season wasn't what you wanted to be, you've got to reflect at yourself. You can't blame the guys. Hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. Because I don't, I don't think, I think you can't control someone else's feelings towards you. Of course not. And you can't control someone else's decisions. So I don't think she can say, oh, I had an awful ex- I don't, I don't, that wasn't what I was in saying, that they ruined her experience and then she had an awful experience because of them. But it's, I, I think Katie's put everything she has into this experience and really went looking for love. I do And if too. the other guys are leaving because, you know, uh, Michael A wants his kid, Greg's get, Greg gets, like, what's that word? What's that when Cold feet. Which I don't know what ha- if that what happened, but that's what seems like it's happening based on the previews. These are, these are men who no Michael well, no, A. You can't say that's her that she needs to reflect on herself then because they made these decisions. Well, she did nothing but allow those. She did not. It goes back to what I said at the beginning of the show with the Michael thing. She let him go. She didn't want. Yeah, she, but uh, yeah, but maybe she let Michael go because it it wasn't. It wasn't what she ultimately... If he's not going to fight for her, why should she fight for him? And if it wasn't meant to be, like... It wasn't meant to be. Hmm. I, I don't know. know. I, I I think that you're... You... I don't know. This is a very interesting debate. But I, I think that Katie need, needs to look a little... If she's not happy with the way her season ended, and she had a lot of men that she had very good, strong relationships with who we saw as potential for her, Andrew, Michael, Greg, Blake, it didn't, if, 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 if every single one of those relationships failed, I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of like, if you have the same, it's like, maybe you need to look at yourself. I mean, there's four or five men that you had really deep feelings for, for a pretty long time through the season and then none of them work out. None of them figure out. They all drop like flies. And in crying, then there's something yeah, wrong. Yeah, but I think maybe she's content with her season because she learned from it and she understands maybe what she did wrong. But I don't think she wants to deal with the... Uh, that, okay, circling back out. to that point, I'm with you. But I don't think that it's the guys. I don't think she can blame the guys for her season not working out well. I don't think she can blame the guys, but I think she cannot want to deal with their BS if she's now contending over them. Yeah, because she's maybe a little bit reflective of her own con- con- contributions to that. Maybe, I don't know. Okay, whatever. Okay, wow, you guys just got bonus conversation around, like, this. Yeah. Di- are you upset with me for no. this, this? No, okay. not at all. Okay. 
Sarah, did you think it was interesting? I thought it was funny when they opened it up and Michael said something and then we talked about that and Andrew said something and then Trey jumped, jumped yes, in. I noticed that I was that like, too. really, Trey? Like, you had some... De- like, I was like, when the guys... And then the, the other guy, I forget his name, Aaron. And she was like, thank you, Thomas. Did you see that? That was hilarious. But I thought it was funny how, like, these guys who had these, like, deep relationships with her, they're, like, asking these questions. And then these other guys are like, and and I'm like, no, sorry, Charlie. You're not one of the final guys. So pipe down over there. Then Connor comes with the song again. And she's looking at him and looking at him thinking, how was I ever remotely attracted to you is what I'm thinking her face is saying. And his whole thing about, like, kissing like a maniac, I'm like, damn right. And then he talks about bromance. So the whole thing, and then, I don't know, just the whole thing about who's singing along with him to the bromance. Like, Trey was really into it. It was just, like, a little... I was like, eh. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. But anyway, it was cute, and it was was kind of the, um, the thing. And then I thought it was interesting, the whole thing with... I don't know, I just thought there was some interesting conversations between, like, Carl and Katie... You know, I talk- thought Katie was way too nice to Carl, honestly. Yeah, she just said the collective men were more important to me than any individual. I, I actually thought that was a really good point. Yeah, what did me you too. Think? I thought that was a good point too, but I also felt like she didn't have to tell him he was right. Because yeah. I think when he said it, I think he was talking out of his ass, so. Yeah, a lot of these guys, I'm sometimes I'm like, what are you And then the saying? Thomas call. He zooms screens in. Did you notice what was behind him on the left? There was like a candle and a lantern. Did you I see don't that? Know. Oh, what was that thing contraption to his left? I don't know. know. But anyway, he video chats in, chats in. He's seeking clarity. You know, that was a kind of a weird. It's like, why weren't you there? You know, it's like, that's okay, Thomas. How you ended is how you behave. It's like, this is not, this was true form, I would say, of how I thought about Thomas in the season. A little aloof. He's on video chat, right? Mm-hmm. A little about himself. Like, it's like the whole thing about it. I was like, yep, this is exactly how Thomas goes out on the mental law. This last time we'll see Thomas, unless he's on BIP. Is he on BIP? I don't know. And he showed up in the last scene as he showed up all season. And I thought that was perfectly appropriate. They had, you know, a good kind of end conversation. And that was that. And yeah. And they- she, she apologized for how she sent him home, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Because... Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I sure do. He called her up, but the, everyone thought, you know, he thought he was getting the rose. He all, he saunters up there, and then she's like, hold on, and takes a step back, and we were all like, whoa. 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 And then they reel the bloopers, which were very cute. Yeah. I love the Caitlin and Tisha clinking one. Oh, I know. where They're rocking it yeah. out. They're so cute. They are cute. And there were a lot of Greg in there of the bloopers. Yeah, there was a lot of Greg. And then the whole, the, yeah, I thought it was just very fun. I mean, the bloopers are like a big part of the tell-all episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of fun. I mean, a lot of bugs, I think, in wherever they are. A lot of bugs. Big yeah. bugs. Big bugs. Yeah. Not my scene. Scary. That might be a reason not for you to go on The Bachelorette. Yeah. Eh. Bachelor. You're not a bug girl. I'm not a bug girl, but they don't bother me. Like, I don't really scream when I see them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, well, what else is going on? Anything new in Bachelor news or anything else? Not that I know of, really. All I right. Mean. Well, I think this was a very kind of fun, interesting episode to debrief. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of a recap of the season. I'm looking forward to who do you think she picks? Oh, oh, I guess you're not. 
You're thinking maybe she goes home with no one. Yeah, I think she wants Greg, and I think she goes home with no one. Well, how would you think Greg would leave? I don't, I don't know. This is going to be interesting. Look, I hope she just picks Greg, and I hope they end up happily ever after. Well, well, that's, that's what we want to see. That's what we root for, because we are true... Did you? Oh wait, one quick one the quick thing I want to mention, and I looked at you when Andrew was saying that he's the kind of guy who watched rom coms with his mom. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> Andrew's like, oh yeah, I used to watch rom coms with my mom, and I hear from the other side of the couch. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh god. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. I'm not pushing it anymore. So funny. It's Very so funny. You're looking out for me. Always, always, girl. Always. Well, happy right. birthday, Deb. Thank you, Sarah. So fun to do this with you. And thank you for, I don't know, saying such nice things. And Of course. Love you. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Bachelor for the Ages podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. And we'll talk to you next week.